Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time of the day it is that you're joining us here. This is the Tulsa World Scene podcast slash Zoom meeting slash uncanny film festival and camp meeting. I am here with my colleagues, the lovely and talented Jimmy Trammell and the lovelier and talented Grace Wood. Thank you all for joining us today. Uh, know that you can uh, snag this hot biscuit off the uh, podcast sites such as Apple and Spotify if you wish. And we'll be talking about what's coming up in the way of arts and entertainment and home advice and um, all sorts of useless trivia uh, for the coming weekend. Uh, speaking of useless trivia for the weekend, it is the weekend of Mayfest. And if one believes our weather prognosticators, it will not rain. This may be a first for Mayfest. I can't remember a Mayfest where they didn't have at least one. There was somewhere they were nearly blown away by tornadoes a few years ago. Because uh, when, when, when they were located downtown and the wind came come sweeping down the plain, uh, Jimmy, you will know too well that walking up Main Street's like walking in a wind tunnel. So anyway, well, we wish them, we wish them the best. That's this year it's at the um, um, in the in the Tulsa Arts District again. Um, they have some new things such as the uh, it's uh, called the Gallery at Mayfest. It's a revision of the old Invitational Gallery. Uh, that features all local artists. And um, they're also in uh, featuring a lot of local artists uh, in the on the music stages, including, uh, I believe it's Friday night. That is, uh, they're focusing on primarily local female acts. Um, and that caps off with uh, Mackenzie, Thomas, who is on The Voice. Um, and Jimmy, you had something about a songwriting thing at Mayfest, if I remember correctly, a songwriting oh, showcase? Yeah, I believe the uh, Red Dirt Relief Fund is partnering with Mayfest on kind of a songwriter's roundtable situation that will occur. And you can check our schedule on TulsaWorld.com to see when that is exactly. You, you've had nothing to do this week with Mayfest and Bob Dylan Center getting ready to open and... Gilcrease and everything else. It's like, you know, nothing's going on for you. It's, it's, yeah, it's just, it's what, well, it's, it's just another Wednesday. Um, it's, uh, it, it, there has been a lot of stuff going on, I must say. Uh, Bake Fest and the Bob Dylan Center will open. We, um, as we record this, I just got back from a tour of, of the inside, um, about which I cannot say anything for, Another uh, 23 hours and 13 minutes, not that I'm counting. What if we tell everyone listening to cover their ears and then you go ahead and say <laughs> it right there? Let me just say it's very interactive. It is, if you are, I, I will say this, if they designed it to appeal to what they determined are three types of Bob Dylan aficionados. There are the skimmers, the people who know him for maybe one or two songs or, oh, yeah, he wrote all the hits that the birds made famous, like Mr. Tambourine Man and the like. 
then there are what they call the swimmers, which are people that um, know a little bit and are really wanting to get a little more. And then they have the divers, the ones that, you know, are going to want to read every scrap of paper and look at every photograph. And there is a whole lot of stuff to look at, to watch, to listen to, to, I mean, it's, it's, it's an impressive, it's an impressive thing. As far as state of the artistry, if you're familiar with the Woody Guthrie Center, bump it up a little bit. And the Bob, that's the Bob Dylan Center. It's really going to be an impressive um, showpiece. And, and Tulsa is very lucky to have it. And it will officially open to the public on May 10th. And we will have the story about our tour of it that will uh, hopefully convince everything that's going on in there uh, into one story uh, should be running uh, this Sunday, uh, the 8th of May. Grace, remember this moment because if James said too much, this may be the last time we see him. You know, he may be wiped off the face of the earth if he if he said too many secrets there. Oh my god! Not, I, 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 I have revealed no. I have revealed no secrets. Okay. No. <laughs> um, but I do need to say that uh, we've just been issued a tornado watch, so we may need to wrap this up real quickly. Um, <laughs> one thing about <clears throat> about Mayfest is that you don't need coupons to buy food anymore you can actually pay cash and if you have a whole lot of cash i think grace has something that she might be able to tempt you with to buy yeah a whole lot of cash um my story for this week is about the patterson estate which is a seven acre property located on the southeast corner of 31st and peoria right by brookside um, and it's for sale now for the first time since 1968 for $15 million, which makes it the most expensive home in all of Oklahoma right now. Um, it's almost 100 years old, and the home itself is about 10,000 square feet, which includes a guest house and a tennis court, and it's all hidden kind of behind a ton of trees, so you can't really see it from the outside looking in. I think a lot of people, myself included, really had no idea what the home even looked like before the listing came up on websites like Zillow because you can really barely see it through the tree cover. So it's really a once in a lifetime opportunity to own this much land, especially like in the heart of Midtown. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see who buys it and what they decide to do with it. Were you, were you able to get inside to see it? I mean... No, <laughs> I did not get inside to see it, but I did look at all the pictures and they're quite stunning. It's really like a time capsule um, of, I guess, like what the 1920s looked like in Tulsa. Um, it was built originally for an oil magnate, so it's very ornate. There's a lot of spaces you can tell for like throwing, you know, elaborate parties and things like that. So it's a really beautiful home and we'll have a bunch of pictures of it this Saturday in Tulsa World. 15 million. I want a big cave underneath where I can park my Batmobile if it's going to be 15 million. Exactly. It needs to have a bad cave. <laughs> well, I, was about, I was about to say you might be able to sell a couple of a, a couple of your, your your favorite comic books and might be able to, you know, swing that. You know? A little above my pay grade. <laughs> we can all go in on it together. There you go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Pull all those IRA funds and the like. So well, uh, but it was that we said it was built in the 1920s. I'm I'm, I'm hoping that. It doesn't have like 1920s wiring and plumbing. You know, 
It well, it's hard because it's only had two owners and the second owners took it over in 1968 and then sold it in 2018 or put it on the market in 2018 and then it went off the market and now it's back on the market. So I feel like, you know, between that time, they probably did some necessary renovations and updates and things like that, at least I hope. But well, if they're going to sell it, they probably they probably would have to. But yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, um, We'll go from uh, the most expensive uh, house on the market to um, some of the most cheaply made films, I guess. Uh, the, the, the wonderful world of B-movies. And you have, a, Jimmy, an interview with uh, the King Bee himself, I think. Well, uh, Jesse Vint is going in the, the Oklahoma Movie Hall of Fame this weekend at the Roxy in Muskogee. And uh, that gave me an excuse to talk to Jesse Vint. And he's one of those guys who literally has a thousand stories. I could have talked to him for two days straight. And we gave it a shot. But just so many great stories from his acting career. Uh, this is a guy who flunked out of Central uh, or got kicked out of Central, got kicked out of Edison, went to Oklahoma Military Academy, uh, flunked speech three times at OU. And, gee, I need, I need a purpose in life. His purpose in life was acting, best known for uh, Macon County Line with his brother, with uh, Jethro Bodine, Max Bear as the bad guy uh, in the 70s, but literally has a, a jillion credits and, uh, and will share some of his stories, not all of his stories, in a Friday Tulsa World story. Okay. All right. Well, as we say, we'll um, have a, a, a look at the... Um, the Bob Dylan Center. Uh, we'll also uh, want to remind people that uh, on May 12th, uh, Tulsa Ballet will open its signature series, which um, will be held at the Lorton Performance Center at TU. And they are bringing back a piece that was created for them by uh, Andy Blankenbuehler, who uh, was the Tony Award-winning choreographer of Hamilton, and I have something to say about that, um, uh, that was his first work for a ballet company ever, and he did it with Tulsa Ballet. It's called uh, Remember Our Song, and it is inspired by um, World War II, and it's basically, it is about a fellow who, is assigned to a submarine crew and during a moment of crisis has this flashback or this 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 out-of-body moment uh, where he remembers the girl he left behind. It's really a lovely, uh, touching and dramatic ballet. If you are not a fan of ballet, this would be a show to go see, to see what can be done with dance to tell a story. There's also, and I don't have the title uh, in my head, but there's a new piece by a uh, Cuban choreographer that is designed. It is it is a comic piece. Uh, supposed to be very knockabout, laugh out loud, funny. So that'll run four days, the uh, 12th through the 15th, again at the Lorton the Lorton Performance Center on on the TU campus. If you go to the PAC to be to see the ballet, you will be terribly disappointed. Um, we mentioned that Gilcrease had, had a groundbreaking for their new uh, 
to yet to be built <laughs> museum uh, that's going to take at least two to three years to do. They're expecting to start construction later uh, this year. So we'll have something about that, I believe, in Wednesdays, Wednesdays Tulsa World. Um, since it is, is Mayfest week, uh, we'll close out with a question. Uh, do you all regularly attend Mayfest? And if you do, what do you seek out? Grace is grinning like, I've never been to Mayfest. No, stop. I have been to <laughs> Mayfest. Um, I just haven't gone for the past four years because I've been in college and usually I'm home for it. But I do have fond memories of Mayfest when I was in high school going with my friends because we would always get henna tattoos. And that's one of the, you know, core memories that sticks out to me. But I'm really excited to go this year and enjoy all the music and stuff. I think I'm going Friday night to watch the bands play. So I'm really looking forward to it. Well, good. Do you have a go-to um, fair food item that you need to have for the experience to be complete? Gotta have a funnel cake. It's just one of those things. If I see it, I just can't pass it up. How about you, Jimmy? If memory serves right, Eddie Money played a Mayfest one year. So yes, I, he did. If so, if if my memory is correct, that's going to be my all-time favorite Mayfest memory because Eddie Money is one of my guys. I love Eddie Money. I'm not even uh, unbiased about it at all. Um, uh, Obviously, we went all the time when it was right outside our door, the Tulsa World Office. You go up, you go outside, you get a corn dog from lunch, you're good to go. So, uh, yeah, should be cool. And and I need to throw in too before we end that uh, I've got a Will Rogers related story Sunday. Okay. And, and, and that uh, seventy years ago, Will Rogers Jr. played his dad in the Will Rogers story. The world premiere was in Claremore. Okay. Sunday, they're going to need a new Will Rogers because a new Will Rogers movie is being made. Uh, that came from a Jim Stovall book, Will to Win. So you can read about that Sunday. Okay, well that is that 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 is a good way to end. It's always good to end with with w Will Rogers. Um, I remember his uh, in the old uh, museum. They used to have these little audio snippets that that you could listen to, and one of them was him talking about Mother's Day, which is coming up uh, on Sunday the eighth where he said uh, that, that it was obviously uh, created out of a guilty conscience. You know, you haven't thought about mom in a while. So, you know, we'll, we'll give mom a day and in return, she'll give us the other 364. So uh, we want to, we, we want to, we want to express our, our gratitude and appreciation to our mothers in particular and mothers everywhere. As we close out this, this, this edition of, whatever it is we call this thing. Thank you all for being with us. Uh, read all about what we are talking about in the Tulsa world, available at Find New Sellers Everywhere and online at tulsaworld.com. Until then, uh, good night, have a pleasant tomorrow, and bless you, Agent Cooper, wherever you may be. Behave. Bye.